spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, 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 happy Thursday, unless you're the former president of the United States of America. Or maybe you're happy because you predicted it and you can raise money. I don't think anybody should be happy about this. No. So, um... Just came down last hour. For the first time ever in American history, former president has been indicted, and it is Donald Trump. So the New York grand jury voted to indict Trump, and the case centers around a $130,000 payment to an adult film star during the closing days of the election and the campaign in 2016. Uh, At the time, I guess uh, Trump uh, cheated on his wife who was pregnant and then went with this Stormy Daniels person. And so what really this is centering around is, uh, is this a did he did he classify this as a legal expense? It's like he's being indicted because not because of hush money. He's being indicted because of where they took the money out to pay her off. That's from what I understand. But okay. let's get let's get a better look at this. Joining us now is our buddy uh, Barry Markson, uh, KTA host, Valley attorney. Okay, Barry. From what I understand, and you know, you have you have the investigation. All right, they've had the investigation. Now there's an indictment. Is the next thing to happen a voluntary a voluntary surrender by the former president? Uh, yeah. Hey, guys. So uh, officially what will happen is that the grand jury voted to indict. The prosecutor will file charges. and Those charges will be filed under seal with the court. And then that will result in either either Trump will usually what will happen is Trump will turn himself in. There'll be an arrangement we made with his attorney mm-hmm. uh, to arrange for his surrender. And he'll be booked uh, into you know, just like everybody else will be fingerprinted and photographed. Uh, and then there'll be an arrangement. Uh, to, to determine whether there'll be bail or you know, he's not going to be kept without bail here. So there'll be some level of bail or he'll be released on his own recognizance. Uh, so how long? I think that's what people want to know, because we know that the 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 wheels of justice, Barry, turn slowly anymore. Uh, you know, this isn't getting to court in the next six weeks, six months. It may never even see a courtroom because you never know what's going to happen at some point in time. All right. Right. I mean, you're going to have the arraignment hearing. That'll happen relatively quickly. So you're going to see that, and that will have, unless a special arrangement made, that will have uh, former President Trump in the courtroom and, and, and pleading not guilty, I assume. Um, so that will happen. But as far as a trial goes, yes, you're, you're we're probably at least six months, if not more, from something like that happening. All right. Barry Markson joins us, KTA, our host, Valley Attorney, uh, President Donald Trump, uh, has been indicted uh, in New York. So... Uh, I'll just put a scenario out there. He runs for president. He gets the nod on the right, and then he wins the election. And they haven't had a trial yet. Could he be the president of the United States after 2024 and actually go to trial for this? It's a great question, Gatos. I mean, it really shouldn't take over a year and a half uh, for the trial to happen. But in, in that circumstance, it's an interesting question because generally there are some rules and laws in place where the president of the United States can't be charged. That's usually things dealing with when he's president. So I, I don't know what, I'll be honest with you, I don't know what would happen in that circumstance. This has never happened before. I mean, it, it's, it's unprecedented. Um, but I would expect that the trial would occur prior to the election. Um, then the, the issue is what if he's convicted and put in prison and, and sentenced to prison, but then he's elected president of the United States. Now what do we do? Oh, gosh. I, he pardons himself. I don't know the answer to that question either. Mm. 
It, well, for you guys, Carrie Lake pardons him. And then we move on. <laughs> uh, talking to Barry Marks. Don't bite uh, your tongue. Uh, legal beagle here. Hey, okay, Carrie. Uh, uh, okay, Barry, here's some. Or Carrie or Barry, whoever. Uh, th- the reality is it. Of all the things that they're looking at, this may be the weakest. And the connecting the dots, though, to try to kind of make this from every legal scholar I've seen, even people that are never Trumpers are like, man, this this novel idea doesn't seem like something you want to try on the former ex-president and something you may not even have tried on somebody else who did this who wasn't famous. I, I mean, certainly from what we're hearing, I, I would agree that it's 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 interesting. But I, I have to say, I, I would be surprised if that's the full extent of the charges against Trump, um, it's it, it does seem unlikely that a prosecutor is going to bring charges against a former president without having it pretty well t- locked up. Um, and, and I don't you know, we don't know what the charges are yet. So everything you're hearing about is speculation. It, it's, it's just people trying to figure out where it could go. You know, one thing recently is they brought David Pecker in, the guy who was the publisher of the hey, National now. Enquirer. And I saw I've seen reports now that he testified about the connection between Trump and these payments and, and him. And I mean, at some point, there's a place where that could be a, called a conspiracy in the law. So there, there's there could be other charges here than just a falsification of business records. But even if that's it, that's a felony that carries a sentence. Of, of four year a potential sentence of four years in prison. Uh, Barry Markson is joining us, Valley Attorney. So four years is the max. Okay, so let, let's let's cut to the chase. He had no idea where this money was coming from, right? I mean, I'm just I'm just saying if he's paying off a porn star, okay, and it's one hundred and thirty thousand, and basically what they're nailing him on is that uh, he he. I don't know his his company or the people that were helping the election. Although his you know his his inner circle, they said that 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 this money uh, was basically legal fees, and it's where he took the money from to pay her off. He didn't have any idea well, where this money came from, did he? Well, I, I think he did. I mean, he controlled. It, it didn't come from his personal account. It came from the Trump organization. So it came from business funds. So, I mean, it, it, the potential charges that we could see uh, could be the falsification of business records. It could be um, election law violations, because if he's spending money without reporting it to benefit the election, and there's there's more fine tuning than that. But Barry, but don't they have to prove that he money. actually approved it, said, hey, I know where you're taking this from. Get the money from over here. I'll sign off on it here. I want the money from here. Now give her that. Kind. I just don't think he's I don't think I don't think he knew where it came from. I'm not trying to, you know, give him an out here. I'm just saying, if you're the head of this massive company, you know, you don't know where all the money is going or who's getting paid. And the guy that is bringing your star witness in many ways is a guy who has said he got the money himself. He did this. He changed his story. He definitely wanted to pay her off. What I'm saying is, I just don't think he knew where the money was coming from. I I would I would tend to disagree, Gatos, only because as, as big as the Trump organization was as far as billions and billions of dollars in assets, it's really only a handful full of people that work there. It's not it's not a super large organization in, in that sense. The office itself was small. It was run by Trump and, and, a, and a handful of people, potentially including his kids. Um, and, and the other thing is, you know, Michael Cohen, is, you're right. I mean, if, that, if, if that's the star witness, and it is, he has his own problems right. about his uh, you know, perjury and his own credibility. There's no question about that. But if you add to that, Dave, and again, I'm, this is conjecture, but if you add to that David Tecker, the publisher of, the, of, of uh, the, the National Enquirer, if he's in conversations and is testifying that Trump was aware of these things and asked him to do this, you know, we don't know. The other the other issue, something interesting that just happened is Alan Weis, uh, Weisenberg or whatever his name was, that was Trump's CFO for the yeah. Trump organization. 
And told just a few days ago, the attorneys that he had, he's in jail right now. He's in prison right now. He did on behalf of the Trump organization. He just let, he just got rid of his attorneys who were being paid for by the Trump organization. So now that opens up other questions. Did he have to make a change in attorneys because now he's cooperating with the prosecutor? I don't know. Hmm. So there's, there's potentially other witnesses who are in the room and part of conversations who may be adding to this story. All right. Hey, Barry, thanks for the insight, man. Appreciate it. Okay. Thanks, guys. All right. Barry Barry Markson, uh, KTA, your host, Valley uh, attorney. Yeah. And so the first time ever in American history of a former president has been indicted. Uh, I think you and I are on the same page. I mean, we don't love this guy, but, um, you know, it's it's a pretty flimsy case. Yeah, it is. It is. It's gross what he did. It's a novel idea to try. and, And here's let's not forget. It is a misdemeanor that they're trying to stretch out to be a felony that is a federal offense that they're trying to make it a state offense yeah. like you're you're trying something new absolutely that's never been and done. would and, and and i think it's a fair question would you have done this to anybody else um probably not most people said you wouldn't even have looked at something like this all in right, a we'll, situation like we'll this. get more back into uh, donald trump being indicted and i'm sure we're gonna hear from him soon Uh, There's no doubt. They're coming for you, not me. All right, coming up next, uh, his business is right in front of the homeless encampment in downtown Phoenix. So what sort of things has he seen? We have a gentleman who's got a business down there. It's tough, man. Right in front of that homeless encampment. Uh, He's going to join us uh, coming up next. Stick around. All right, we'll get back to the Trump indictment, the first president to get indicted and face criminal charges like this. Uh, But we have uh, big problems here in the Valley, and part of that is the homeless issue. The encampment in downtown Phoenix that you and I visited a week or so ago, um, yeah, I like the way that that you actually explain it. Can you put it into those words that I, it's harsh, but it's what it is. It is a dystopian nightmare of people that are, on drugs, who have mental illness, who it, it, it looked like a zombie apocalypse, walking sad. around with yeah. no souls in their eyes, dead to the world. Yeah. And uh, it was it was sad. It was yeah. sad to see. Uh, Freddie Brown Jr. is joining us. He has got a business down there. He's president of the uh, PBF uh, Manufacturing. It is a casket making shop in downtown Phoenix. And he's right in front of all this. Freddie, how are you today? I am doing well. Thank you for asking. Uh, Freddie, you're right. Next to this, we talked to Joe Falacci, who's got that sandwich shop right near you. Um, We wanted to get your perspective. How tough has it been trying to run a business when there's a homeless encampment around it? Yeah, it is very tough. Um, The way that the city has allowed sidewalks to be blocked, uh, people walking up and down the street, um, urinating everywhere and just leaving garbage everywhere. As a business, that's, you know, the worst case scenario. When you come walking in, even as my employees come in, it's disheartening to them to have to work in an area around these conditions. Hey, Freddie, when you, when you, how long have you been there, Uh, real quick? Uh, This we located here in 1975. Wow! So you've been there, much like uh, our good buddy uh, uh, Joe over there. You've you've been there for quite a while. Y- you've seen this change, and how do you feel when you hear what the you know what the judge said? The fact that they don't want the police to police down there. That they just essentially told them, uh, you know, just let it be. When you hear that about the city itself, what do you think? 
You know, I am glad that the judge mentioned that in his judgment, only because that is something that we've discussed with the city of Phoenix and other people, how um, they allow everybody in the zone to get around laws that the rest of us have to follow. How, are you gonna f- how, how do you feel about them trying to get this thing cleaned up by, what is it, July? Yeah. Uh, what does that look like to you, uh, Freddie? I mean, how, are they gonna, do you think they're just going to come in and just move the homeless people around and just take the tents away? I mean, what do you think is going to happen? Um, you know, best case scenario, yes, they find somewhere else to relocate them into a structured campground. At a minimum, uh, just the trash and some sanitation facilities for their personal use. Hey, Freddie, what's the strangest thing you've seen down there? What's when it comes to the encampment? You know, Joe Falacci was telling us he found a gun in a bush on his property. and There was a murder. And he's like, goodness gracious, you know, we got to call the cops. And what, what's the what's the craziest thing you've had to, to deal with owning a business down there near the encampment? Um, when we do inspections of our roof, we find things uh, ranging from drug paraphernalia, used needles, oh. knives and weapons of all sorts thrown up on our roof. On your wow. roof? Yes. Hey, Freddie, uh, when we talked to Joe the other day, he he said, you know, look, it sounds great, but they're giving him till July. We know that the lawsuits are coming from the ACLU and all these other homeless advocates. So he didn't seem too hopeful that this was going to be July getting cleaned up. He seemed like that there's going to get be stays in this, and this is going to take a while. Well, we've been in a battle with the city of Phoenix over this for three plus years. So I am with Joe. I do not think it's going to be done by July. Yeah. How yeah. much, how much money have you lost? Has your business suffered? You, suffered? Yeah. Um, we haven't really suffered from a business standpoint because we're a delivery location. So my customers don't come on site. My customers, we take stuff to our customers. But uh, for the ones that have walked through my door, they have nothing to talk about except for, wow, where did all these tents come from? Right. Huh? Right. Um, has anybody at your work that is coming there to work, have they been accosted by anybody or do they fear for their safety or is it just the, the sadness they see when they look out there? Now, we are in constant fear for our safety because the people that are walking around and wandering around aren't in their right minds most of the time. I have had a couple of employees. Uh, one was attacked with a piece of pipe. We've had vehicles in our parking lot broken into. Um, we don't let our employees walk to Joe's sub shop unaccompanied wow. because they will harass a single individual Um very easily. Well, uh, Freddie Brown Jr. is president of the PBF Manufacturing uh, in downtown Phoenix near the encampment, a casket-making shop in downtown Phoenix. Uh, Freddie, can you make me a coffin that looks like an old-school radio that says KTAR on it one day? It might take us a little time, but it's possible. <laughs> what do you think of that, Chad? What do you want to be buried in? We got a we got a ca- ca- oh, casket. I'm being shot into space. You're going to be shot into space. Eight years from now, Freddie, are you worried? Eight years from now, they say they're going to they're going to they're going to master immortality. Oh, it's going to put you out of business. Oh no, Freddie. Well, we'll, we'll see if that happens. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Freddie, uh, be in, we'll be in touch. Uh, we wish you the best. You're a terrific guy. We want your business to do great down there, and I'll call you on that coffin idea. Hopefully, in about. 30, 40 years, Chad? 40 years. Let's go with 40 years. Thanks, Freddie. All right. Thank you, guys. All right. Uh, Listen, it's a tough spot that he's in. Uh, And I think that what he said at the beginning really kind of hit me. It is, like, can you imagine walking into work every day and seeing a sight 
like the downtown encampment and witnessing, you know, people at the worst moments of their life. That's got to be hard. It's got to be hard. To go to work every day and see that. But also to know that you can't go across the street to the sub sandwich without being attacked. My little sister, Hunter, got attacked a year and a half ago uh, by some homeless people that uh, chased her in Long Beach. She has never been the same. It has been, she's been dealing with issues. They chased her for a while. They, They accosted her. It has been awful. Uh, and she had to move from the location she was at with her salon Gosh. because it was too much. And this is going on in major cities, and I just don't think it's going to happen the way that, the, that a lot of people are hoping by July. All right, coming up next, uh, we're five minutes away, holding up the headlines. Becky Lynn will read the news like she does every day at 3.30, but you and I are going to interrupt, react to the day's top stories. We call holding up the headlines next. Arizona's news station. News station. KTAR on air 92.3 FM online at KTAR.com and streaming live on the KTAR news app. You're breaking news and traffic now. It's 3.30 and you know what that means. It's time for us to hold up the headlines. And boy, do we have a breaking news story with those headlines. Here's Becky Lynn. KTAR breaking news alert. Happening right now, former President Donald Trump has made history today, being the first former president to be criminally indicted. We begin our breaking news team coverage with our partners at ABC News. At least 12 members of a New York grand jury voting to indict former President Trump. As ABC's Aaron Katursky outside of the courthouse in Lower Manhattan tells us, exact charges have not yet been unsealed, but that grand jury had been looking into campaign finance violations in connection to hush payments to adult film actress Stormy Daniels. What that crime could be, perhaps a campaign finance violation, perhaps a violation of state election law or tax law, we just don't know. But it's always been thought the Manhattan district attorney would not move forward with this unprecedented indictment of a former American president unless they were going to be felony charges. And at this hour, former President Trump reacting to the indictment, telling ABC News it's an attack on our country, quote, persecution, and, quote, that they're trying to impact an election. In the coming days, the former president will have to report to a Manhattan courthouse for arraignment. With continuing coverage, the indictment of former President Trump, I'm Dave Packer. ABC News. And continuing our breaking news coverage, I'm KTAR's Luke Forstner. KTAR political analyst Mike O'Neill stresses we're in uncharted waters. No president has ever been indicted for anything in the past that is historically totally unprecedented. So what exactly does this indictment mean for the former president? O'Neill breaks it down. The indictment is a statement by the grand jury that we think there's a prosecutable offense here that should be pursued. That indictment indictment may be pursued or ignored by a prosecuting attorney. And if he decides to pursue it, there will be a trial, but there is no arrest. And with Trump also facing investigations surrounding the January 6th riots, interference with Georgia's election process, and tax evasion, O'Neill thinks this initial indictment may not be the last. Live in the News Center, Luke Forstner, KTAR News. And we'll have more on this story throughout the afternoon, of course, but for breaking news sent straight to your phone, you can download the KTAR News News app. You can also go to KTAR.com for more. Holding up the headlines. Becky Lynn reads the news while Gatos and Chad interrupt and react to the day's top stories. 
Yeah, I mean, you're going to have people who don't like Trump say, uh, I want to see this guy in handcuffs. I want to see that photograph. And then you've got people who like Trump, and they're saying, well, this is a witch hunt. And then you've got people that are kind of in the middle. I've always said I'm an independent. I don't like the right or the left. There's certain things I like from each, but that's about it. I don't need to see this guy trotted out there in handcuffs. I don't think that's good for the country. And to be honest with you, I don't think this loss, I think the lawsuit's flimsy. I do. What he did was gross. He slept with a porn star when his wife was pregnant. All right. He's disgusting. Just, you know, we've had a lot of people run for office that's disgusting. But uh, paying hush money is not uh, illegal. So we'll see what happens. But remember, he could win the presidency and then have a trial. Think about that. We're holding up the headlines. Phoenix defending its lawsuit against Tempe over its proposed entertainment district that includes the Coyotes' new arena and 2,000 apartments. Phoenix argues Tempe's violating a nearly 30-year-old agreement restricting housing under Sky Harbor flight paths. Former Tempe Mayor Hugh Hallman says it's a lie and calls the lawsuit a political stunt. All the parties agreed that single-family residential buildings would not be built in this area. And they agreed that multifamily residential could be built in this area. The airport says it's concerned people dealing with noise under the flight path will be opposed to future airport developments. I love what the Coyotes are doing. I looked at the plan. It looks like an awesome thing for Arizona. I think it's going to create a lot of jobs. I think it's going to create a lot of excitement. I think some people go, oh, the Coyotes are doing it. So it's just an arena to watch hockey. No, No. it's not it at all. It is going to be an upscale, very cool very amazing thing. I had, uh, in fact, you know, I just retweeted. Javi and I did a sit down last week. Who's the president of the Coyotes? This is very, very cool. You're always going to get pushback, and let me tell you something. Phoenix is pushing back because they're looking at business going somewhere else too. Big right. concerts, a lot of stuff like that. All right, we're holding up the headlines. We do it every day at three thirty, where Becky Lynn reads the the news, and Chad and I interrupt. Advocates and parents are asking for more funding for Arizona's deaf and blind schools. KTAR's Brandon King is live now to tell us more on what they had to say at the state legislature last night. Kathleen Muldoon, a mother of a deaf and blind child, was one of the speakers asking the committee to restore the original eight years of funding instead of just two. He was surrounded by peers within the context of the deaf community and deaf education. Also in attendance last night was Oscar-winning actor and Mesa native Troy Kotzer, who spoke on the school's long-term impact. Let's work together to save the lives of Arizona's students by giving them the gift of language, just as the gift of ASL saved mine. And the two-year amendment now moves to a full Senate vote. Brandon King, KTR News. Yeah, you know, when it comes to this, uh, there's, uh, we've got, I know we've got a school over here, I think School for the Blind over here next to the studio, not too far away. Getting this is, is something I think we forget about when it comes to when we talk about education that gets left out there, but uh, they don't have a lot of time left. And I read an article today that says, uh, yeah, enjoy it potentially while it lasts. Who's Troy Kotzer? He's He's the the, um, Oscar-winning actor from Mesa. Is that right? The guy that won the the, the sign language at the Super Bowl. Oh, I know who that is. What movie did he win it for? Can't remember the name of the movie now. Uh, Let me look at it. Is it called... uh, Coda? Yes, yes. That's it. Yes. All right. Yeah. Yes. I didn't know he was from Mesa. Yeah. Uh, I, didn't I didn't know, know the name was. of the movie. Okay. Well, I just Googled him. Now, every day at 3.30, we hold up the headlines. Becky Lynn will read the news. Chad and I will interrupt. React to the day's top stories. It's brought to you by Carol has the buyers.com. Carol Royce, your home sold guaranteed realty. Coming up next, is Trump going to jail for four years? Stick around. The Gators and Chad Show. Afternoons. All right. Trump gets indicted. 
Uh, this uh, news came out of New York uh, last hour. It is a it is a big deal. If you're wondering, has this ever happened in the history of the United States? Let's uh, go back. I'm checking. Uh, no. <laughs> no is the answer. You know, he's got a lot of firsts. Some are okay. Some are not good. You know, first president to get impeached twice. He's the first uh, American uh, president to be indicted. Okay. So... I, you know, you and I have said it. This is a flimsy case. Yeah. This is somebody in New York that didn't like Trump and is going after him. And does Trump really deserve it? Did he really do something illegal? Um, I don't I don't think so. I, I think what he did was disgusting. You know, when you're. But cheating. this isn't a moral. No, we it's don't not have moral. a moral prison. No, it's, it's true. I mean, OK, morally, he cheated on his. Every president would be in jail if we had a moral well, prison. Right. I mean, you know, he's he's icky. And so was Bill Clinton, and so was JFK, and so were a lot of these other guys. But, you know, Trump paid off a porn star. So he slept with her, you know, and cheated on his wife who was pregnant. All right, that makes him icky. I don't know what other word to use. But does it does it mean that he broke, like, campaign finance laws? I've got a really hard problem, really hard, I guess, uh, uh, issue. Do you really think he knew where the $130,000 payment came out of? No. Which bank account? I think he told somebody to take care of this. Of course he did. And that's where it ended. And that guy who wanted to please him, Michael Cohen, who would have done anything for him because he gave him relevancy and more money and power than he'd ever had, did what he did and has already said he was the one who paid it. He was the one who took out a second on his house. And how he got that money back, who knows? Uh, Yeah, who knows? So we talked to Barry Marks in a little earlier valley attorney uh and he said okay worst case scenario trump goes to jail for four years i don't think we're going to see that uh i don't have a best case scenario for you I, I mean i guess the best case scenario is what this doesn't go to trial uh yeah i don't think this i i would be surprised yeah. and again we don't know it. it's a sealed indictment so we have no okay. idea what's it's in fair. it it's, it's a sealed indictment uh are there other things well they're talking to another person and you're bringing other people in yeah remember the, the joke was always been, you can indict a ham sandwich because I'm going in there and saying, this ham sandwich was mean, this ham sandwich was horrible. Mm. There's nobody to defend the ham sandwich. Right, right. Um, so will he be fingerprinted? Yes. Will he be photographed? Yes. The face that, the meme that will launch a oh million memes will be that meme. I mean, does he smile? Uh, he smiles and puts his, and puts he puts his thumb up. Up. You know he does. And that's what he's going to do. You know That's he what does. he's going to do. I just, I... I will say this, too. I don't know if, because Democrats will never vote for Trump. They hate the guy. If you're a Republican out there, I don't know if this sways you now to vote for him because there's a witch hunt. Or if you're like, dude, this guy's got just too much baggage. Yeah. I don't know which way it's going to go. I really don't. He could rally around this and say, the world is after me. And in this case, you know, he probably probably is. Again, he's got January 6th stuff he's got to deal with. Uh, he's got the Georgia. I'm trying to steal the vote. I mean, he's got that stuff. What this if he one, survives all of those and comes out the other side with no indictments and no convictions? Back. And at that point, you're like, you've come after me with everything yeah. and you didn't kill the king. Yeah. That Listen, would be... I'm not rooting against Donald Trump. I just don't want him to be president again. And to be honest, I don't want him to run again. No. Okay, but I also don't want Joe Biden to run again. Let's get someone who's not 90. That's all. <laughs> that's, I think all that's right. fair. AI. I always say it's taking jobs, getting ready to take jobs. Yesterday we were talking about the fact. Oh, that- hold on, Ray. Jabs. Jabs. I, I haven't done the Trump in a while. Jabs. Jabs. Uh, yes. Uh, they- AI is taking jobs. Well, already. Uh, BuzzFeed has uh, quietly been releasing their articles at BuzzFeed.com, uh, written by AI. 
Wait, wait. So <laughs> they're journalists now. Oh, is that right? They're AI journalists. They'll have somebody who will edit it, but the the AI is putting together the the, the articles themselves. So is it just the facts? Is it? Is there some? Does AI have an opinion about no, Trump think, being indicted? Well, well, obviously, here's the thing. BuzzFeed is one of those ones where you're going to find a lot more people that are activists than than journalism, as we would think. So there's probably some something somethings in there. Do, do people want to read an AI article, or if you want something unbiased, I think that's what you would want to read. Right? So now it's come to that. The a robot has to read us the news to make sure that it's unbiased. Save us money is uh, what they're oh, thinking. There's yeah. a ton of money to be saved there. Well, you mentioned it yesterday that maybe the most dangerous thing with AI is that it will replace people. Yeah. You know, replace. and you're gonna it'll replace a lot of people. A lot of people. You don't need the brains out there. No. You don't need the bodies. You don't need thousands of dollars for this stuff. You do not need. You know, we've talked about. We've heard some of those those uh, those AI readers mm-hmm. on the thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're not now. Those are gone. Those things are like that is yesterday, and it sounds awful. Now you can get people that sound like this. I've said I've used it for some voiceover stuff, and it sounds just like me. The inflection, the whole nine yards. Yeah. It is getting better, and it's learning. That's why they asked to pause it for six months because they don't know the ramifications of what's coming out of this. Well, just think here's a perfect example of how ai could hurt the world yeah what if you saw something tonight and it is donald trump and he says i want everybody to go and burn something down exactly and it's not donald trump but it looks like him and it sounds like him and it's on social media so we all believe it and it yeah. gets picked up by other Everybody. places re-reporting yeah. there it doesn't know if that's true or not or it's we saw a, it up. a pope in a white puffy jacket yeah or Trump will really come out tonight and say, listen, yeah. I need you to burn the place down for me. And that could happen. And that yes. could happen. Yeah. Okay. Or somebody said, he winked at me, and I knew that was the signal. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, all right. We've got the Trump issue. Uh, we're going to continue talking about that, uh, plus a lot of other things. We talked to uh, a business owner in downtown Phoenix. What is happening in the encampment? Stick around.